Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, April 19th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, GOP members are distancing themselves from the American First Caucus. What does it mean for the future of House Republicans? And number two, President Joe Biden is inviting Republicans and Democrats to the White House this week. And number three, we've got our regular feature, what do they want? This time, we're taking a look at California Democrat Karen Bass. All right, Jake, we broke the news on Friday about this America First caucus getting up and running, trying to solicit other House Republican members to become a part of it. That obviously blew up over the weekend. Everybody's distancing themselves from it. But let's just talk a little bit about where do, where do things stand here? Yeah, so this was an organization that was being stood up um, that uh, we want to be careful about what we say here. So the the outline of the organization was being passed around to um, to house offices. And the or, as everybody knows now, because it's gotten plenty of uh, of pickup, the uh, the outline of the organization, its principles, it's it's um, it's proposed principles were not very hospitable. They were pretty hateful. They were talking about um, assimilation and education of assimilation. And um, uh, it was talking about Anglo-Saxon principles and uh, European architecture. It was a very um, alarming to a lot of people, frankly, um, outline of principles. And we went to all the participants, the people who were being um, discussed for this, which include Marjorie Taylor Greene, the Republican from Georgia, Paul Gosar, the Republican from Arizona, and um, basically, a Green staff responded that this was a this was a, a draft and not complete. That's you know that's not um, that was that that was what we said in the, in the in the piece last week, and um, since then over the weekend, since then the. Um, Basically, everyone has backed away from it. Kevin McCarthy and I know Liz Cheney uh, have have come out against it and said it was hateful and said it was um, uh, not appropriate in so many words. And um, I would imagine that this will continue to be a topic of conversation among Democrats, at least. I don't know that Republicans are going to want to talk much about it, but um, I, I assume Democrats are going. But they're going to have to talk about it. I mean, this isn't this isn't just you can't just say that. I mean, I, I, whether Republicans are going to want to talk about it or not, they're going to have to, don't you think? I do. I have to listen, respond to questions. I mean, what we what we write this morning, and I think this is there's a lot of truth to this, and I think this can't be understated. Like, this isn't. Um, and by the way, let me just add here, Marjorie Taylor Greene had indicated that we took Anglo-Saxon out of context to be racist. We didn't take anything out of context. We posted the entirety of the document. So there was nothing out of context. The entire context literally and quite literally was there, which was that she had indicated a preference in immigration, I believe, um, respect for Anglo-Saxon political systems and Anglo something along those lines. You could click back and, and check out the document, which has been widely, widely dispersed and widely um, posted at this point. So listen, I, this is these are pretty for Kevin McCarthy, since we like to look at everything through the leadership for Kevin McCarthy and Steve Scalise and Liz Cheney, the number one, two and three in leadership. This is a an alarming kind of uh, event because this kind of shows that um, 
principles that are out of line with the vast, you know, hateful and nativist principles principles that are out of line with um, the vast majority of Americans. Yeah, I think the other thing to think about, too, is just this is something that is not going away. It used to be an outlier, one or two members, but there is clearly a growing faction of Republicans who feel comfortable speaking in tones and language that are very similar to what we saw in that document. And it's going to be a preview, frankly, for what Republicans, in particular House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, would have to certainly contend with if Republicans are in the majority as they hope to be in 2023. I think the other thing, just another dynamic to be watching this week is going to be what happens with Representative Maxine Waters, the Democrat from California. Uh, she has been telling uh, you know Minnesota protesters that they need to be more confrontational. You're going to see Republicans uh, latch onto that. We already have Green and others, um, including McCarthy, declaring he'd bring action this week against Waters. So the kind of words matter. You're you're going to see Republicans try to get on offense when it comes to uh, Maxine Waters and whether they could censure her or something else, or at least bring something forward, it will likely fail. But it's just another dynamic to be watching. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the day. Joe Biden inviting more members of Congress, Republicans and Democrats to the White House to talk infrastructure. Yeah. So uh, infrastructure remains obviously the White House's top priority. They have to uh, make progress this week. They have to start, you know, getting people co- coalescing around ideas this week. So let's talk about the people who are going to the White House. From the House, it's Kate Granger, Republican of Texas, Democrat Charlie Crist of Florida, Emmanuel Cleaver, Democrat of Missouri, uh, Carlos Menez, Republican of Florida, and Norma Torres, the uh, Democrat of California in the Senate, John Hickenlooper of Colorado, Democrat, uh, Independent Angus King of Maine, Gene Shaheen, Democrat of New Hampshire, uh, Mitt Romney, Republican of Utah, also kind of of Massachusetts, and John Hovind, Republican of North Dakota. I only say that about Romney because uh, most of these people are former governors. Chris is a former governor, um, and uh, as is Hickenlooper, uh, Shaheen, Romney, Hovind, and King. So these are people who, you know, I, I could tell you what Biden and these guys will say today is that these are all former executives, city executives, county executives, um, uh, state executives who understand the need for infrastructure. Now, this doesn't um, this doesn't paper over or it shouldn't paper over the obvious fact that these two sides are incredibly far apart on the details, meaning uh, Kay Granger, although she, she's the chairman of the appro- chair of the Appropriations Committee and is would be, I would assume, very eager for an infrastructure bill, is not going to raise corporate taxes. Um, so, you know. I understand these meetings are interesting and these meetings, we would be bashing Biden if he wasn't holding these meetings. So I think that's important to say. But, you know, he's these these meetings don't paper over that that big difference. I mean, it's it's part of the process, right? I mean, this is going to be a several months long process, but certainly I think it's a nod to the fact that the White House has said that they want this to be bipartisan, has said that they want to involve more people in the process than just leadership. Uh, and, and this is part of that, you know, kind of whole, you know, step by step move that that you're seeing the White House make on infrastructure and something that we're going to be wa- watching closely. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the day. What's next for Karen Bass? Uh, for those who aren't familiar, she's a Democrat from California, 
former Speaker of the House there, 67-year-old in her now sixth term in the House. And she's been basically mentioned, Jake, for like every single job and, and hasn't gotten it, right? Whether it was vice president, cabinet member for Joe Biden's second cabinet, senator, speaker of the House. What does she want? Well, she says she wants nothing, which means she wants something, <laughs> um, which is the, 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 big, the biggest tell of wanting, of wanting um, uh, something is saying you don't want anything. So Bass represents a big section of L.A., which includes uh, a big part of West L.A. Um, and so that's a pretty, a pretty good district for a Democrat. Let's put it that way. She was the Speaker of the House in Sacramento, longtime California politician who is very well liked in Bass. I would say uh, is probably a leading contender to be either senator if Diane Feinstein doesn't make it through her term. She's in her upper 80s. Uh, unclear whether she will make it through her term. And and um, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, has vowed to appoint a black woman uh, uh, to replace Feinstein. He got some flack for uh, not appointing a black woman to uh, replace Kamala Harris, who is a black woman. Um, so he's made this vow and and we expect that he'll stick with it. But Bass has opportunities in the House of Representatives as well. He could be Speaker of the House. I mean, he she she enters a very big um, uh, group of people who will will be interested in being Speaker of the House if and when Nancy Pelosi ever leaves that job, which we've been wondering about for the past 12 years, Anna. So I'm not imagining that we should continue <laughs> to wonder whether she will, although she she has said um, she will leave. Not definitively, though. Yeah, she said she will leave after this term. Um, so, listen, th- she is a, a very well-liked political figure. I hope that everyone checks out Punchbowl.news and signs up for the morning newsletter and the afternoon and evening newsletters. But I hope that everyone will take a, a look at kind of a big swing at Karen Bass of what she wants and what she is um, uh, aiming for now that she is kind of in this position of having a lot of interesting options. Absolutely. Someone to certainly watch, particularly as it comes to policing reform. She's going to be playing a key role for House Democrats on that. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe, as Jake said, to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great week and stay safe.